Today is the 14th of June, 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray, and I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, we have the Walking the Way prayer handbook, which you can download. There is a a link in the episode notes. You can also download a copy of today's script. Link is in the episode notes down below. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way, and I'd like to thank everybody who does support Walking the Way, or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. Links, again, are all in the episode notes down below. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Lord our God, in the grace of Jesus Christ, we pray to you that your will will be done for us and for all the world. Through Jesus, Lord, grant us faith that you love us, faith that we may live in your love, that we may hope in your love every day and have peace on earth, where there is so much unrest and trouble. Heavenly Father, keep us firm and constant, remaining in your peace and in the inner quiet that you give us, because Jesus has overcome the world. He has truly overcome it, and this brings us such joy. We praise you, Lord God, that you sent Jesus for us, and that he has overcome the world. We praise you that he has overcome all evil, all sin, and that he has overcome death. And so we will rejoice at all times in your presence. Amen. Acts 9, verse 10b. Ananias answered, Lord, here I am. I'm always amused by Luke's account of Ananias being asked and going to pray for Saul. And on the other hand, every time I read the account of Ananias, I'm challenged by the thought that we should make ourselves available to God to go and meet and pray for those we consider to be out to hurt us. I'm amused because I can see Ananias answering the call of God without knowing what God wanted, and then when he heard it, almost immediately regretting picking up the phone, so to speak. I'm challenged because in spite of Ananias' fear, he listens to God and he goes anyway. And I know there have been times when God has said to me to go, and I've gone, not a chance, Lord. I've also listened to God gone to where he sent me, and I've seen lives changed. So how about you? How have you responded when God has asked you to do something difficult or challenging? Ananias' obedience changed the world. It's one of those moments when we can look back and we can genuinely see that the world is a different place as a result. And that's the thing about what God asks us to do. When God asks us to do something, it can change the world. Maybe not on the scale as the Apostle Paul, but it can change the world for someone. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we read Acts chapter 9.
Let's pray as we approach the scriptures this morning, shall we? Heavenly Father, we read these words, and we ask, Heavenly Father, that you speak to us. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light to our path. So use it to guide our thoughts and our actions today. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the contemporary English version, and today I'm reading Acts chapter 9. Paul kept on threatening to kill the Lord's followers. He even went to the high priest and asked for letters to the leaders of the synagogues in Damascus. He did this because he wanted to arrest and take to Jerusalem any man or woman who accepted the Lord's way. When Saul had almost reached Damascus, a bright light from heaven suddenly flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why are you so cruel to me? Who are you? Saul asked. I am Jesus, the Lord answered. I am the one you are so cruel to. Now get up and go into the city, where you'll be told what to do. The men with Paul stood there speechless. They'd heard the voice, but they'd not seen anyone. Paul got up from the ground, and when he opened his eyes, he could not see a thing. Someone then led him by hand to Damascus, and for three days he was blind and did not eat or drink. A follower named Ananias lived in Damascus, and the Lord spoke to him in a vision. Ananias answered, Lord, here I am. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to the house of Judas on Straight Street. When you get there, you will find a man named Saul from the city of Tarsus. Saul is praying and he has seen a vision. He saw a man named Ananias coming to him and putting his hands on him so he could see again. Ananias replied, Lord, a lot of people have told me about the terrible things this man has done to your followers in Jerusalem. Now the chief priests have given him the power to come here and arrest anyone who worships in your name. The Lord said to Ananias, Go. I have chosen him to tell foreigners, kings, and the people of Israel about me. I will show him how much he must suffer for worshipping in my name. Ananias left, and went into the house where Paul was staying. Ananias placed his hands on him and said, Saul, the Lord Jesus has sent me. He is the same one who appeared to you along the road. He wants you to be able to see and to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Suddenly something like fish scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see. He got up and was baptized. Then he ate and felt much better. For several days Saul stayed with the Lord's followers in Damascus. Soon he went to the synagogues and started telling people that Jesus is the Son of God. Everyone who heard Saul was amazed and said, Isn't this the man who caused so much trouble for those people in Jerusalem who worship in the name of Jesus? Didn't he come here to arrest them and take them to the chief priests? Saul preached with such power that he completely confused the Jewish people in Damascus as he tried to show them that Jesus is the Messiah. Later, some of them made plans to kill Saul, but he found out about it. He learned that they were guarding the gates of the city day and night in order to kill him. Then one night, his followers let him down over the city wall in a large basket. When Saul arrived in Jerusalem, he tried to join the followers, but they were all afraid of him because they did not believe that he was a true follower. Then Barnabas helped him by taking him to the apostles. He explained how Saul had seen the Lord, and how the Lord had spoken to him. 
Barnabas also said when Saul was in Damascus, he had spoken bravely in the name of Jesus. Saul moved about freely with the followers in Jerusalem and told everyone about the Lord. He was always arguing with the Jews who spoke Greek, and so they tried to kill him. But the followers found out about this and took Saul to Caesarea. From there they sent him to the city of Tarsus. The church in Judea, Galilee and Samaria now had a time of peace and kept on worshipping the Lord. The church became stronger as the Holy Spirit encouraged it and helped it grow. While Peter was travelling from place to place, he visited the Lord's followers who lived in the town of Lydda. There he met a man called Aeneas, who for eight years had been sick in bed and could not move. Peter said to Aeneas, Jesus Christ has healed you. Get up and make your bed. At once he stood up. Many people in the towns of Lydda and Sharon saw Aeneas and became followers of the Lord. In Joppa there was a follower named Tabitha. Her Greek name was Dorcas, which means dear. She was always doing good things for people and give much to the poor. But she got sick and died, and her body was washed and placed in an upstairs room. Joppa wasn't far from Lydda, and the followers heard that Peter was there. They sent two men to say to him, Please, come with us as quickly as you can. At once Peter went with them. The men took Peter upstairs into the room. Many widows were there crying. They showed him the coats and clothes that Dorcas had made while she was still alive. After Peter had sent everyone from the room, he knelt down and prayed. Then he turned to the body of Dorcas and said, Tabitha, get up. The woman opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Peter called in the widows and the other followers and showed them that Dorcas had been raised from the death. Everyone in Joppa heard what had happened, and many of them put their faith in the Lord. Peter stayed for a while in Joppa, in the house of a man named Simon, who made leather. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about some of those words of Luke that have caught our attention. And then after the music, as always, we're going to pray.
Our prayer today is taken from our Walking the Way prayer handbook. Basically, it's a list of prayers that we can pray throughout the year, giving us some focus to our prayers. It's 31 days, and the idea is just go through it throughout the year, as we have been through all this year. So our prayer today is for those churches who hire out their buildings and for those user groups who use churches as a community space. So let's pray for our churches, but more specifically for those people who use our churches as a community space. Let's pray. Do they know it's church, Lord? When they come through the door and sit in their groups, do they know it's a church? A place where people have worshipped for decades, where families have been made, joined and separated where your name has been praised and your life, death and resurrection remembered and celebrated. Heavenly Father, help them to learn that the place they come into week after week isn't simply another community centre, another communal space. Lord, help them to know you, that your Spirit will give them a sense of your love and your grace simply by being in that space. We ask this in your precious name. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, Links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue Walking the Way. Walking the Way.